0: Live. Hi, everyone. This is Nancy with Living Relationships God's Way. Wow, what a week! We usually are not. On Talk Shoe Live on Wednesday evenings. In fact, our usual evening is Monday evening, but man, it has been one uh, crazy week. You know, my life is usually pretty organized. Um, I'm because of my past job as a sales rep, one of the things that we were taught was how to do follow up and how to keep things in order and you know you just automatically did this because if you didn 't your life would just get really crazy. Well, I dropped into my Monday morning and I was ready to go and Monday evening, I was ready ahead of time to uh, click in here and check in with our talk and our topic on this series is. Uh, encouraging the global church and I was so excited because everything went smoothly the talk went smoothly I didn't have any problems and so I clicked out and what is supposed to happen once I click out is our recording will go into iTunes and then it will show up on TalkShoe.com and it will show up as a past episode so anyone can download it. So I waited the usual time and I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited. Finally, the next morning, I checked into my call, into the past episode recording, and it's what I found was silence. Somehow, I'm going to be real oddest here because, uh, you know, uh, I think it's next next week on Living Relationships Guide's Way, I'm going to be talking about vulnerability, so I'm going to step into that with what happened here uh, this week. But for me, I started looking to see what happened to this. Is it my computer? Uh, Is it something, some button that I pressed? And then I realized what I did is what um, happens behind the scenes with this call We're on live. I may use my webcam audio. I may use my phone. I have various uh, tech items that I can use. But it's what I did Monday evening. I used my phone. And the call is usually crisp and it's clear and the voice comes through. I usually don't have to edit anything for sound. So I sat there and I went, oh, what, what did I do? What happened? Well, is what happened. I pressed the mute button on my phone, and everything that I said the whole hour was on mute. I was just talking to me. <laughs> You know, sometimes we feel like that, don't we? We feel like we are just talking to ourselves and no one is listening to us and no one is encouraging us. And that's why tonight our topic is on encouraging the global church. And, you know, even 30 minutes ago when I began to get ready to get on here now and share, uh, try and share for Monday nights, once again I started having tech problems. But this time it wasn't me. This time it was something to deal with my software. Where, uh on my PC. I have other things that I could use but I was very frustrated so I took off my teaching hat and my talk hat and put on my IT hat which I don't like putting on my IT hat and there was no one here to encourage me because this part I need to do by myself. Um, there's no one that I call and say hey can you fix this for me. I'm the one that needs to fix it. So Here I am after that long little litany I just shared with you. We're going to try this tonight. For some reason, I believe this, the enemy doesn't want this series to go forward. Ever since I started this series on encouraging the global church, we've had a problem, whether it's tech, whether it's getting through on the phone lines, just all kinds of issues. But I am determined on this episode, episode 16, Encouraging the Global Church, that we continue on. You know, in the middle of the afternoon, I sent a message to some tech support. And in this tech support, they are helping me for a future Uh, tech area that we'd like to put in place. And one of our goals by the end of 2016, if not sooner, is that we have webinars available for our relationship conferences. So I've been chatting back and forth, and there was some software that I was looking at. And it's what was awesome. This was before I had this problem this evening with the tech. Again, at the bottom of one of my desk tech support Uh, emails that I received uh, from a woman that I was conversing with and trying to understand uh, how to use this software. At the bottom of her email to me, I looked down and this quote caught my eye. Think about why you started and never give up. So for some reason, I wasn't stressed at that moment, and I wasn't having any tech problems. I took out a 3 by 5 card, which I don't do this very often anymore, but I took out a 3 by 5 card, and I wrote, think about why you started, and never, and I underlined never, give up. I wrote it in black marker, and I taped the card to my monitor. Now, I usually don't do that because... Uh, that's just distracting to me from what I'm working on, but today I placed that there. And so about an hour ago, I needed to look at that. I needed to look at that little piece of paper, little 3x5 card that was reminding me think about why you started and never give up. Live in relationships God's way. Why did we begin? For this series that we're in, this is, let's see, this is part two uh, encouraging the global church and It's not by accident. This morning I received a message from someone in Africa, and it is, I call him a little young pastor that uh, we've just started communicating, and I've connected with him uh, in the area of discipleship, and it's an area that I will be traveling to uh, eventually and leading a relationship conference and yesterday I helped him go through, or maybe the day before, the format to download one of our talks here on Encouraging the Global Church, and him and I figured something out so he could use his phone that he had there, and I received an email early this morning when I woke up. It was the first thing that I read. Uh, I won't read the whole thing, uh, but it's what his message to me was about as he listened to the words from encouraging the global church that the words that were spoken a week ago encouraged him in his life because there was a time as a leader that he felt abandoned, that no one was there for him, that no one was listening, and yet he's trying to follow the call of God and he felt there was no encouragement for him. So if you missed last week's episode, which is episode 15, you might want to go back there because we lay the groundwork for encouraging the global church. I talk about uh, defining what encouragement means. You may be surprised if you listen to it. The word encouragement and to exhort someone is much more than what we think it is. So this evening we're Starting all over again from Monday night, this places me a a little out of of sync and it's out of my schedule, but I'm determined for us to step in tonight to Encouraging the Global Church Part 2, which if anyone's listening to this, now, in the past episodes, or you find this on YouTube or iTunes, and you're looking for Monday's date, which was September 14th, 2015, uh, you may find a, find a recording on iTunes because sometimes they do slip through uh, on iTunes and you'll listen to it and you won't hear any sound. Well, that means then this replaces Monday's September 14th. Today, is September sixteenth, two 2015, so my apologies for the confusion, um, but we are here this evening. So first is what I usually do is go through a few instructions, so let me read these to you really quick. Uh, This is for our new people on TalkShoe.com. If you're listening on YouTube, these won't apply for you. If you're listening on iTunes, this won't apply to you either. Uh, If you are listening by phone, all phones are muted. I'll open the lines when our talk is finished for a time of discussion. If I see anyone has placed a question in our chat, Uh, And then we can have a chat there or if they would like to call in by phone, I will see that up on my chat bar and I'll allow them to come in and ask their questions or share their comments. If you're listening on the web, there's an optional chat. That's what I mentioned. Uh, It's located on our page. You may post your questions and comments in the chat. And as I said, we will answer at the end of our talk. Uh, please remember, this call is recorded, that comments and questions will not be removed from the phone calls. Now, as what will happen in the chat, if you type a question in there as soon as I close out our TalkShoe.com, those will disappear. I don't save anything from that that will just be gone. Uh, feel free to share our talk on your social media networks, websites, or blogs. If you have technical issues during our talk, please email me following our talk at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com or email me any of your other questions. Um, this is what we're about on Living Relationship God's Way. We're about launching you into learning. Okay, there may be one thing that you hear that I say that will launch you into a topic that will cause you to dig deeper into your Bible, or begin to walk in the area of prayer on something I mentioned. It may be uh, one sentence. It may be one word. It may be uh, a thought. For instance, the email that I received from the pastor of what he was, what he is, and what he was going through. Um, That is my heart with this, that it launches you. It launches us into learning. It may launch you out into the lives of others to assist others. There may be something that you hear on one of our episodes, not necessarily even encouraging the global church. It may be on one of our past episodes that you hear something that, touches your heart or you begin to think of an issue that you're going through or an issue mainly that someone else is going through and you recall, man, that person is going through that. Maybe like now we're looking at encouraging the global church. Maybe someone comes to your mind who is discouraged. Maybe there's a discouraged leader somewhere in your life. Maybe it just means dropping a card to them, sending them an email. You know, so many times people are quick in today's world of social media. They are very quick to hit that send button, whether it is on social media or email and even, or even through the mail or in person, to tell leaders and pastors what they are doing wrong. It's time for us to find something they're doing right in the same way as the body of Christ, we desire to hear something from them that is encouraging us. That we are one. Have you ever thought of that? The leaders in our churches, whether it's parachurch ministry or evangelistic ministry, people who travel, like for instance, I'm someone who travels. Okay? I don't lead a church. I don't lead a specific church, but I do attend a church. I am part of the body of Christ. Every single leader that has received Jesus Christ and every person within a church that has received Jesus Christ, we are one. Think of this. Take off the titles. Think of encouraging one another. And if we began to think of each person, even those with the titles, even those within the fivefold ministry as another person, that we began to encourage one another. We're all created by God. This may launch you into a deeper study. It may send you out into being faithful in everyday life. There may be something that prompts you that when you're out in your everyday life, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, wherever you may be, you begin to notice who's around you. It is no longer uh, day-to-day where you just go to work and you don't pay any attention that anyone else is going through something, you only notice what you are going through. We only notice what we are going through. It's very easy for each one of us, all of us, when we're doing the same thing day in and day out, to not pay attention to who is around us, who is that coworker, who is that person that we um, are in this same store where we shop week after week and the same person waits on us? What if you were to just smile? What if you were to say, have a great day? What if you were to say, I'm praying for you? You know, when you're in a grocery store line and that person that's checking out your groceries and they're ringing up that bill for you, they can't stop the line when there's a long line and have a long conversation with you. But we can interject an encouraging word into their life. This applies to our life. in close relationships where we live. But tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about encouraging the global church. And I'm going to use someone as an example of encouragement. This is going to look just a little bit different to some. There are many that may listen to this and they know what I'm talking about. But to others, they may think, wow, this is just a little bit different. That's encouraging someone? That's encouraging global church? I never thought of it that way. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about Sam. I've changed Sam's name. Sam is in an unreached village in Africa. This is not in the area where I've traveled to in the past or not an area that I will be traveling to, but I am familiar with Sam, but I've changed changed his name. Not that it's unsafe, but I usually change a name when I'm speaking about someone when I'm going in depth in this way. But Sam is in the middle of an unreached tribe, which means he stepped in to an area to live where there was no one there who was a believer in Jesus Christ. There was no one living in this group of people to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to go back to the beginning. Some of this I'm guessing at, but I am familiar with how mission work uh, works and how it sets out. I added just a little bit to help you understand. So first is what happened, though, with Sam was he visited this country. He went to this one area, specific area, in Africa, and he began to work in a ministry area. But then he began to go out further into the area. Instead of being in the safe area where this orphanage was, he moved out further from his original location. Eventually, he came back to the United States, and he felt that God was calling him to go back to live in this area because what he found was an area that I mentioned at the beginning of this, he found an area where people do not have anyone sharing the gospel. How does this fit in with our topic, Encouraging the Global Church? Well, we're going to look at those people around Sam that encouraged him as part of the Global Church, as Sam came back, people began to encourage him to go to this area to live with these people, and they began to pray with him, so they began to encourage one another. The encouragement was coming for Sam from the people that were praying for him. They were looking for an answer: Is Sam to go to this area? The answer comes back from God. They all believe. Sam believes and the group of people believe that he is to go there to live. So they begin encouraging Sam as Sam raises his finances to pick up and move to this area. No matter where we live, it is still going to take us money to live on. It still costs money no matter where we go. So for Sam, he began to raise the finances and people began to give and they still began to pray. And eventually he was ready to leave. But the interesting point of this is, although Sam is not living in this other new area yet, the global church is being encouraged because now Sam is part of the global church. His feet aren't back in this country yet. His feet are in his own country, but the people around him are praying for him, and they are encouraging him. And eventually, off he goes. He is now moving into a global community, meaning this community is outside of his own. So as the group of people from his church prayed for Sam and encouraged him, now Sam is in an unreached people group and people begin to receive Christ. And now Sam is encouraging the people who receive Christ, the group in his country are still encouraging him. They're encouraging him with prayer. They encourage him with messages. They encourage him with finances. Even though these people that are encouraging Sam in all these ways are not with him, they are encouraging the global church because this is connecting Sam with the unreached people group as he encourages them as they receive Christ and they grow in Christ and he encourages them and then people who receive Christ as he disciples them they begin to share Christ with their people with the other tribes around them and they receive Christ and so it's what we have what I call here is a circle of encouragement this is encouraging the global church for instance This pastor that I mentioned at the beginning of this call, I had no idea exactly what was going on in the other end. All we were trying to do was figure out how to get this call to him so he can download it and he can listen to it. And we persevered in this. I remind myself of what I wrote on my PC, my little card here. Think about why you started and never give up night when I went to get on this call and I was having troubles again, this time with some software in some different areas uh, that deal with tech, so I put on my IT hat, and there's no one here telling me, Nancy, you need to get up and you need to get this done. I don't have a boss telling me, um, an employer telling me, Nancy, you need to get this call on even if it's late, you need to do it. Um, All I have is God prompting me. He is my encourager in this. But now is what happened. My encouragement came from this pastor in the faraway land who sent me this message. It encouraged me because the first one spoke to him, so it encouraged me to carry on no matter what what problems I'm having tonight with this, no matter how tired I am, no matter that I would rather just shut all this tech down tonight and take a break. No, this is a time to push through. There are times when we step into the area of encouraging the global church that God is calling us to push through our tiredness. When we're encouraging the global church, many times we are all in a different time zone. So it's challenging for both sides. If you're working in two or three or four time zones, it's challenging. But the word of God tells us we are to encourage one another. Let's go back to Sam again and look at encouraging the global church. Eventually, as people receive Jesus Christ and they're sharing Christ with others, Sam comes alongside this part that I'm going to share. This is true. Sam comes alongside of these people, and he doesn't do it for them, but he helps them and assists them and comes alongside of them. That's what encouragement is, encouraging someone else. He does get his hands dirty. He does step in, but he teaches them how to build a building as he's discipling them that they will use as a church. Some people say, well, the church isn't a building. No, the church is not a building. The church is the people. But, folks, when you're living in a dry area with drought, you need something over your head to keep you out of the sun. Just like in my country, in the USA, if it's raining, we need a building to meet in, whatever that building looks like for us. It's about shelter. We, yes, we call that the church. And as people, we are the church. It's okay to build a building. It's okay to rent a building. The building is the shelter so the body of Christ can meet together. Some churches in other countries outside of mine, they may be meeting under a tree, but if it begins raining and the wind begins to whip or it begins cold or it's too hot, they need shelter so they can meet together and praise the Lord. It's okay to build a building as long as the building doesn't take priority over god let's look at Sam one more time this is This is true. These next steps. they built a school, a small medical clinic, and now just recently, they were digging a well and guess what with this well in an area that is experiencing drought, if we drill a well and we are uh providing water. We are helping to provide water for these people, and it may be finances from whatever country, wherever they come from. This is encouraging the global church. How is this encouraging the global church? Yes, the water isn't sharing the gospel, but God, the Holy Spirit can use the water to share the gospel, because what is water going to do in a Area of drought, it is going to bring in people from far away. And the people that are near this well, if they have received Jesus Christ, they have the living well, they have the living water. They will be able to share the gospel with these people that are coming to get water, coming to get water that will help them live. We all need water to live, but there is also that eternal well, the water of life, the water of Jesus Christ. One man who left his comfort in the USA to go to another country, who began to share the gospel, who encouraged the global church, who is encouraging the global church. Now, in this area, there is people who have received Jesus Christ. There is a church. There is a building. There is a small medical center. There is a school. Now, if we compare that to our standards in the USA where I am, is it going to look like it looks here? No, it's not. But God is still working in it. And that culture, Sam is still being encouraged by people that send him email whenever he can come out of the bush and he's able to connect with people. Churches encourage him. They encourage him as he builds the global church and back and forth we go. We are connected as the global church. A few people go to visit Sam, those who are willing to venture way out into the middle of Of a really rough country. They encourage Sam, and Sam encourages them as they are able to see the church is being built up. Many are led to Christ. We live in a world today, I'm going to talk about believers. Everyone needs encouragement, but God's Word tells us we are to encourage and build one another up. I want to go back to this scripture that I used uh, in our first episode, in episode, episode 15. The word is dwelling in the people richly in Sam, in the people who are giving, in the people who are visiting. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Encouraging the global church. It is very clear, I know I hear, hear people say this now and then oh but people are always saying this scripture can't you give me another scripture for this no because this is very important this scripture is for all of us who are believers in jesus christ it's not just sam that went into the uh, unreached people group it 's not just me and the traveling that i ju- I do it 's not only your pastors it 's not only the fivefold ministry. This scripture is for every single person who has received Jesus Christ. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We are to go. Wherever we live in this globe, on this globe, wherever we live in this world, not only the USA, you may be in Europe, you may be in Australia, you may be in Japan. Look at a globe. Think of a globe. Think of the world. Think of a map, a flat map where you see all of the world. Today I was looking at a map online and it showed all the world and all the countries. It didn't have the cities on it, but just the countries. And so I posted it on my social network. And is why I posted it there was, hey, people, Here's an example for you. Take this map and pray over these countries. Pray for individual countries. This will encourage the global church. We may not be able to see it happening with our physical eyes, but in the spiritual realm, when we pray and we go to God, there may be things that are taking place that encourages the global church. For instance, I have no idea. As I connected with this pastor, and prior to that, as I'm traveling to a specific area in Africa, I don't know if someone was praying for the message that I have to be taken to this area. We don't know. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible a group of people there were praying about a specific topic or an area, not saying bring Nancy in, but they were praying, Lord, we need help in this area. Send us someone. And maybe there was someone in another country joining them because they heard from them because in their social media, that's very easy. And two countries were joining in prayer, and because of that prayer, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going. And the global church is encouraged we are to build one another up i believe i am in a specific season for myself that i am to build others up and plant them in 2009 god gave me this scripture and I even have it written down here on one of my binders. I slipped it in the front of a view binder. Words from the Lord, January 4th, 2009. I even have the time. 11.59 p.m. And I wrote this. This is kind of scary when I wrote it. I accept and surrender to speak the words the Lord has called me to speak, rather than meeting with one person, writing, preaching, or teaching. And here is the scripture that I wrote underneath it. Jeremiah 1, 6 through 10, and this is the NIV. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See today, I point you over, appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Well, for me and this season of my life, I believe six years later, from 2009 to now, we can say six and a half years later, almost seven. God's call on my life in this season is to build and to plant, and God gave me a picture when I was speaking the other night of a plant. I used to um, have a very large garden many years ago when my children were little and I was a stay-at-home mom, and um, it was a necessity. It helped me uh, be able to afford to stay home. I did a lot of canning and freezing, and but also it turned into my hobby. I found out I loved to dig in the dirt. I love to go out early in the morning and use my tiller and till over the ground and feel the coolness of the ground. And then we would take plants, not seeds, but we would buy plants, whether it's tomato plants or pepper plants, um, flowers, and buy them as plants, not seed, and plant them in the ground in a row. And then I would take a sprinkler after they were planted and just let the sprinkler run either in the cool of the morning or the cool of the evening and let the sprinkler just slowly saturate the ground around the plants. There wasn't a heavy hose. It wasn't like a heavy rain because if it was heavy, the plants would fall over. They weren't rooted. Their roots weren't grown. They weren't attached yet plants were just sitting eventually is what would happen the plants would grow the roots would become stable underneath they would attach to the ground as they continued to grow and I could take a hose not the sprinkler and I could take a hose and it could be more powerful or the rain could rain really hard and it wouldn't knock the plants over they would still stand And I believe that's what God's called me, not only me, but others to do in this season of life because our world is in an upheaval and there is so much going on. There are wars, not just rumors of wars. There are wars going on. There are struggles going on. There are big issues going on. We have refugees, immigrants. We have all, just all kinds of painful, painful things as we... Listen to the news that we see. Some people listening to me now, they're literally standing in the middle of it, or you're listening to me in the past episodes, and as you're hearing my voice, you're going, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about because I'm standing in danger right here. And that is why we need to encourage the global church today and, yes, encourage those that are around us because God's word tells us to do that. We are to build up the body of Christ. Not only those who have the gift of exhortation, but God charges all of, this, or all of us with this call. But for me, it is a time that I am to build and plant. So God is sending me to people And a lot of them are leaders. It seems to be two people. Their roots are deep, but yet they're suffering and they're going through really hard times and is what he is calling me to do with the relationship conference, whether they are leaders or any other person that is attending, to build them up and to plant them, to make sure that they are solid. Now, yes, the Holy Spirit does the growing, but he uses people. God uses people. God does the growing, but he uses us. He uses our mouth. He uses our lips. He uses our words. And we can make a choice. We can choose to use words that build others up, or we can choose to be a person. No matter where we live, what language we speak, what country we live in, we could use our words to tear one another down. I challenge you, if that's something you're having problems with right now, study the word. Exhortation and find the word encouragement throughout God's word or hit into the head into the New Testament um, from the Gospels all the way to the back and specifically look for times that you see someone. They're not saying, I encourage you, but the words that they are using are encourage one another. Now I talk about admonishing in episode fifteen. So if you'd like to go back to episode fifteen, Yes, there are verses that tell us that we are encouraging one another as we admonish, but there is a way to do that. So you can go back to Episode 15 if you'd like to hear more about that. So I'm going to draw this to a close this evening. I thank you for uh, your patience and all of our technical issues that we have. I'm also, though, very thankful that I can hop on here anytime. If it won't work on a Monday and I'm having trouble on Tuesday, then I can come in here on Wednesday. But we try to be consistent to be on TalkShoe.com check out the search bar Living Relationships God's Way it'll take you to our page and we should be on live 8pm Eastern Time USA on Monday evenings and like I said if there's a problem just follow those episode numbers because even if the date has to change I try and keep the episode numbers in order so let me end with a couple scripture for you this evening First Thessalonians 5.11 in the ESV, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, there's our word again, just as you are doing, Ephesians 4.29 in the ESV, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for, here we go again, building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Now, once again, if you go back to episode 15, I talk about this scripture a little more in depth talking about the word occasion. If you don't have time to go back to that, I want you to hang out at this word and pray over that. What does God mean by as it fits the occasion? And finally, Proverbs 12, 25, ESV, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. You know, I could line up in the last few years a whole lot of times that people have discouraged me more than encouraged me. The discouragement out outweighed the encouragement, and I believe God is calling us and challenging us as the global church, wherever we live, whatever language we speak, that we are to become encouragers. We are to walk out our life with the fruit of the Spirit. I don't need to go through that. You can hang out there yourself in the book of Galatians if you'd like to look more at that. That is how we are to walk out. We are to walk out our life as we encourage with the fruit of the spirit. So if we are listening to someone, I'm going to say even a leader, everything that comes out of their mouth is discouraging. Every message that they speak is discouraging. Every word that they say to you in as an individual is discouraging. Every conversation that you hear them have, including myself, I could end up there too. I'm very careful with that uh, when I say this. We all can be there, but if we are around someone that is a leader and that is the flow of their life, that is what's coming out of our heart, then we need to really guard our heart. God's word tells us to guard our heart. Now we are to respect those authorities that are over us, but we need to read scripture. As we say in our title of our show here, living relationships God's way, how should I handle that? Well, I have been around people, as I just said, that have discouraged me and discouraged me and discouraged me, but God is the one that can encourage us when there is no one around us to encourage us. So here's a few reminders before I sign off for the evening. This call is available for download. If you are listening on a social network outside of TalkShoe, go to www.talkshoe.com and place "Living Relationships God's Way" in the search bar. Search for the episode title. A, um, search for the episode title. It would be great if you're willing to share "Living Relationships God's Way" with others. We're living in a world, and this is my reminder. Weekly for this season. We are living in a world where relationships are really tough. The enemy, Satan, and his demons are actively trying to destroy our relationships. He desires to rip, shred, and tear the body of Christ apart. Join me and become part of assisting us to build relationships by sharing our content with others and go to God and ask Him to help you to be the person that builds the body of Christ and is part of bringing us together as one instead of tearing us apart. So also don't forget the first in a series of three books is now available on Amazon. Go to Amazon.com, look for A Heart That Seeks Him, Uh, look for the book that has the green binder on the front, and there's a red rose, and that's the book I'm talking about right now. Eventually we will have two more books that will be available. These books are companions to The Relationship of the Heart conference, and they cover all three topics within our conference. Uh, They main it's not each uh, word for word each section, but the topic goes along with the conference. Um, Check out our website, our temporary site at www.relationshipswithnancy.weebly.com. If you're listening to this later and you're finding out that site doesn't exist anymore, then email me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com, and I'll make sure you get the new site. You can find us on YouTube. Place my name, Nancy Wada, in the search bar, and you will see our channel. We're also on Google+, Plus, but I'm not as active on there. Look for my name. Um, You can find me on Twitter with the Twitter name at NJWATTA, and like our page on Facebook at The Relationship Project with Nancy J. Now, after all those words, I hope... There's something that I said to you tonight that will encourage you and that will encourage you to learn to encourage, yeah, encourage the global church and also those that are around you because God is looking for you to encourage those around you. Next week, we will be talking about encouraging the global church and we'll be looking at the word vulnerability, and how does that fit in with encouraging the body of Christ. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com.